Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to With Intention and Happy New Year. It is a few days into the new year, and I hope it's starting out well for you, but I know, you know, there are circumstances in which for some of us, this might have been a tough start to the year. Either way, I am hoping for you good things this year. And today we are actually going to talk about the new year a bit. Um, We're going to talk about goals and goal setting and habits and reflection And it's not what you think, because I'm going to be honest with you right now. I did not sit down and have a lengthy, fancy goal setting session for myself. In fact, I kind of avoided it. 
I didn't want to do it, so I didn't. But I did have a listener ask me if I was going to put out a goal setting slash New Year's episode. I have had some of my most listened to episodes in the past be on goal setting, and I don't really count myself as an expert in goal setting at, at all. What I do think is super important and what I am still not an expert in, but what I consider myself to be maybe more knowledgeable about or just more of an advocate of is reflection. And so today I want to talk a little bit about what we can do if we haven't set goals yet for this new year, some ideas for you that maybe aren't as weighty as resolutions or, you know, a huge goal setting session, but just some things that can help you focus on what's most important to you and maybe break that down into habits you want to build this year. So we'll talk about that. But I also want to just encourage you that if you haven't done so yet, or even if you have, just give you some prompts for reflection. I have done episodes like this in the past, so I will link my most popular one here um, in the show notes, but I'm going to kind of go a little bit of a different route today. We're gonna start out with talking about reflection, and then we'll dive into a couple of ideas that I think are maybe more fun or more effective than large, weighty resolutions or hefty goal setting sessions. Not that those aren't effective, but they haven't been necessarily for me in the past. So these are just a couple of things that I'm kind of exploring this year instead of that. So first of all, let's talk about reflection a little bit. I have a few reflection prompts or ideas later in this episode, but the first thing I want to talk about is reflecting on how far we've come. At this time of year, there's a tendency to have a hopeful view of all of the things that we are not, right? Maybe we're not consistent enough about caring for our health. That's a very common one. But we are hopeful at this time of year that we can change that and that we can get there. But what I think happens is that by the end of the month, after a few slip-ups of whatever new version of ourselves that we are hoping to create, we often come up with a negative view of ourselves. So we've slipped up a few times, we get negative, and we get ready to quit whatever resolution or habit or goal or whatever you want to call it that you set out to build for yourself. So instead of focusing on only what we are not and how we can become the thing we are not, (laughs) I want to encourage you to... At the start of this year, as we're still kind of at the beginning of January here, and maybe you did set goals and you're in the honeymoon phase of your goals and resolutions, I want you to consider how far you've come. Not in just the past six days on like your current resolutions, how far you've come on those. How far have you come? How have you changed? How have you grown What have you been capable of that you once didn't believe that you were in the past year in 2021, which was a rough year for many. So maybe we want to look back even further in the past three years or five years or more. I like to kind of look at maybe a three to five year view when I think about this, um, but also a more short term view as well, like a one year view. You can do both. But For me, when I reflected on this, 
I realized that I've seen so many changes in myself over the past maybe three to four years that I would have never thought the three to four year old version, um, the three to four year ago version of myself would not have believed that I was capable of these things. I've gone from anxious and unsure of myself as a mom, as a brand new mom, to imperfect, for sure, but confident in the choices that I make in my motherhood. I have gone from a very messy person to a significantly less messy person (laughs) with routines that help me actually keep my house less than a disaster most days. I've gone from teacher to stay-at-home mom, which is something that I really wanted to do, and I made that happen, to podcaster, which is also something I really wanted to do, and I had success in that, to now teacher again, virtual teacher, and also still podcasting. So lots of career changes that I probably would have never imagined um, even maybe five or six years ago, looking back at this one. From a cluttered home to an uncluttered home. From sedentary person who pretty much hated working out in every way to a person who truly enjoys moving my body and makes it a priority. When I look back at these things of how far I've come personally, and I do that to give you an example um, of things that maybe you might not think of right away, but think of like how far have you come if, if you're a mom? How far have you come in your motherhood? How far have you come in your home management. I don't know if that's something that you've worked on. Anything that you have worked on or changed, what career changes have you made? What kind of changes have you made over the past year or several years? How have you grown? Maybe it is more of an internal thing. Maybe it's not something that can be seen, but I'm sure that you could think of multiple ways that you have grown and multiple things that you're capable of now that you didn't think you would have been in the past because we are always growing and changing. So not all of the things that I listed out for me were stemmed from a resolution in any way. Uh, Not all of these things are habits that I built. Not all of them are goals that I set out to achieve. They, some of them are just the product of changing life. Life changes, experience, growth in general. So, As you set out on your 2022 self-improvement plan, whatever that looks like for you, I just want to remind you that you have come so far. And when you slip up at whatever it is that you are trying to achieve, because we're all imperfect, right? And we all are going to have those days. Hopefully, remembering how far you've come will remind you that mistakes haven't derailed you in the past and they don't need to derail you now. If we set a resolution every single year or set goals every single year and we've tried in many different ways and maybe we always count ourselves as failing at those. We are probably more likely to think that we are going to do that again. And although we might have a hopeful view for a few days, the minute we slip up, we will change that to negative. At least that's my experience. So looking back at the things that maybe weren't your New Year's resolutions in the past, but ways that you've grown and changed and improved over the past several years, that that can just remind you that you are capable. You are capable to move forward imperfectly and grow into the next version of yourself. So (laughs) speaking of that next version of yourself, I do want to talk about some ideas for 
I keep saying goal setting, but it's not even really that. It's just ideas for goal setting, intention setting, habit setting, whatever you want your year to look like, whatever kind of intentions you want to set for this new year. I have some ideas of if you haven't done so yet, some things that I'm doing um, and some things that I've seen around the internet that might be a fun and lighter way to do that. And maybe a way that makes them more sustainable for you to carry out. So again, when I got a request for an episode like this, I wasn't really feeling it (laughs) this year. Not that I don't think that goals are great or resolutions or intentions or whatever you want to call them. Not that I don't think they're great. They belong in an intentional life for sure. We should seek to grow and change. But for me, I'm feeling a little less inclined to put these lofty resolutions at the beginning of my year One, I'll be getting a big life change in April, and I'm not sure what to expect after that. (laughs) I'm going to be having a baby, but I know a year-long resolution will probably not stick with me after that point. And two, I already have this list of values that kind of lives in my head. I know what's most important to me, and I just want to keep working towards making those things priority this year the best that I can. I also kind of already have a list of things that I know that I'm working towards. I am continuing to implement and solidify cleaning routines and um, I'm focusing on finances and I have been since the end of last year. So I just didn't really feel the need or have the energy for some kind of lofty goal setting session. So if you didn't do that either, if you didn't sit down and make a list of goals or resolutions yet, there's always still time. And that's what I hope that this episode reminds you of. You don't have to have done it like two weeks ago for it to be valid, or even just before the turn of the new year. The turn of a new year is not the only time when goals apply. We all know this. And motivation often wanes (laughs) for people who set year-long resolutions by the end of January. You know, the for an example, the gyms are usually packed, right? Athletic centers, whatever. They're usually packed at the beginning of January, but there's an actual date that research has set. And I don't know what day it is exactly, but there's an actual date that research has set that shows people falling off um, and not coming to the gym and the gym's not being crowded anymore. So we don't need to have set goals already. We could set goals in May. We could set goals in September, right? It's also a good time, good of time as any uh, to reflect and to maybe think about, you know, what's most important to us and put those things at the forefront. And if we feel inclined, create goals, um, set habit, set goals or start creating habits around those things. So here are just a few things that I have done in the past and or I am doing this year to do some minor goal setting or just have a focus on what matters most as I start this new year. I hope you're enjoying today's episode, but I wanted to take a quick break to thank the sponsor that's making it possible. 
Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Is there something that is interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals at the start of this new year? I have had this experience several times throughout my life, dealing with postpartum anxiety and recently anxiety during pregnancy and even dealing with crippling anxiety at the beginning of the pandemic. And today's sponsor, BetterHelp, can help you through this. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You start communicating with your therapist within 48 hours. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely responses, plus you can schedule your weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you would with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is in a crisis line and it's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. What I love about BetterHelp is that there is a broad range of expertise in their 20,000 plus therapist network, which may not be locally available in many areas. So you can have access to a therapist with an expertise you need virtually. The service is available to clients worldwide, plus they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. It's also more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today, so you can visit betterhelp.com slash intention. That's betterhelp.com slash intention and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. As a With Intention listener, you'll get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash with intention. So grateful that a company that cares about our mental health sponsored today's episode. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring today's episode. Let's get back to the show. What I think is maybe the most important thing to start out with, the first thing, is reflection. And I've already given you one prompt for reflection. Look at how far you've come. But this time, I want to reflect on the future. So the first thing I think that is helpful when we set goals is to reflect on where we've come from and also where we're going. So this is the where we're going part. I think it's best if we make goals based on what actually deeply matters to us. And to get to that point where we can reflect on what deeply matters to us, one way we can do that is to look ahead. Who do you want to be at the end of this year? What will still be important to you at the end of this year? Um, What about five years from now? What about even 10 years from now? Or if you really want to go far towards the end of life, reflecting on these things, what is most important and will still be most important to us in the long term can help us create goals that will, one, keep those things as most important, and two, actually pertain to those most important things. A lot of times we can set goals that we think matter to us. And when we just think they matter, but they don't really deeply matter, that's when we really easily fail at them. So let's make sure we're basing our goals in what deeply matters to us and who we truly are and who we still want to be or who we hope to be a year or several years down the road. So for me, for example, when I look to the future, This is just one thing that I see. I want my family to have more financial freedom than we do now. So this is something that I believe will be important to me in the long term. And because of that, I have a very strong motivation to stick with financial goals that I have for this year. Another example is I want to be able to, you know, if I ever have grandkids, I want to be able to be active and crawl on the floor with them and not have all of the aches and pains in the world, (laughs) Um, you know, 
God willing, because I know things come up, but I want to do everything in my power to be healthy for the long term. Because I know that caring for my health is what would most likely help me stay able to be active and keep up with my kids. I can look at the present season of my life and see what kind of health-focused goal would fit and make the most sense this year or, you know, even over the next couple of months if we're looking more shorter shorter term to, to build goals and habits. Go along with this, my second tip or idea is to create values-based goals and habits. So after you've done this long-term view reflection, and even after, you know, earlier in the episode, we've looked back, now you can actually start to write it out. List out what is most important to you. What are your values? Um, Construct a list of values. And maybe you already have done that in the past, but the beginning of the year is a great time to reflect on this. So what is most important to you? Write out your values. Out of that list of values, what thing could use your focus? Because if we have maybe even five values, let's just say we have five values. Most of the time, not all five of those things are going to be perfect, right? They're not going to be perfectly at the forefront of our lives. Um, Things fall behind. So out of those values that you have, choose one or two things that you could focus on this month maybe. Um, Work on building habits around them or you know, working towards a goal that deals with these values and know that slow progress is good progress. Once you feel that habit has been built, you could work on another value that you'd like to create a habit around or put more at the forefront of your life. Um, One way that I've seen people do this, which is this is a kind of getting to a new idea of how to set goals for this year is for as monthly focuses. So what are the most important things to you and how can you kind of break them down to put them as monthly focuses? Maybe in January, you're going to focus on one aspect, um, one habit to build around one of your values. And in February, you're going to focus on something different. Uh, That's just one idea. I have set monthly goals before, but I've never really looked at a 12-year calendar month and written out monthly focuses, but I've seen others do that, and I think it's a great idea and a great way to kind of keep what's most important to you at the forefront, but also not be overwhelmed by like, I want to make sure I am, you know, tracking my finances this year, and also I'm going to the gym every day, and also I am... I don't know, waking up early in the mornings, like listing out a bunch of things that you don't already do and just starting them all at once in one month, divvying them out between, you know, several months and focusing on one thing per month can be less overwhelming and much more attainable. So values-based goal setting and then maybe looking at, you know, what's falling behind, what can you focus on right now and maybe setting goals for future months of what you want to focus on in the future as well. And just to kind of go along with that, I would say if you struggle with resolutions, if you struggle with goals, and one way to do something different this year is to focus on habit building. So what habits, it's not that you can't set goals. You might set a goal 
and you might not know what are the steps that I need to implement this goal. So I encourage you to think about whatever goals you might have for yourself and pick out a habit that would help you achieve that goal. And to get started this year with just one habit and habit building, (laughs) um, I think it can take, you know, two to three months to really fully build a sustainable habit. But even if you just set a goal for, you know, this month, I'm going to really focus in on this habit and, and see where it gets me. That is a good start. I think habit building is one of the most productive ways to make a change in your life, at least in my own experience. So if you've struggled with large resolutions in the past, um, focus on habits, just one habit this month. And if you need assistance in habit building, Atomic Habits by James Clear is a great place to start. My last idea for you, if you haven't set any goals, but you want to for 2022, is a 22 in 2022 list. I have searched the internet and I fail to find out where this idea originally came from, to be honest. But I know it has not come from me. This is not originally my original idea. So just please know that credit is going where credit is due. I just don't know who it is due to go to. So I've seen a lot of people making 22 and 2022 lists this year. And I think that is a super fun idea. But the number 22 feels really big and overwhelming to me for this year, particularly where I'm bringing a life into the world. So um, I think, you know, that if you can get to 2020 or 22 in 2022 things, then that's great. But the number isn't really what matters. Maybe it's just a list of 10 things. Or for me, I went with half. I did 11. (laughs) Um, This is interesting because when I've seen these lists that others have made and when I made my own list, it's not necessarily like resolutions. This is like taking some time to list out maybe goals, habits, but also projects and just other things you want to do. Maybe it's like a bucket list item. So things you want to do in your year. And this list does not have to be fully achieved for it to be successful. It's successful just in the fact that you are tangibly writing down things that are important to you to achieve or things that you just want to try this year, um, a project you want to do on your house, maybe you want to declutter more this year, just writing out anything that you want to get to some point this year. And going back to this list and, you know, maybe you do start to plan it out monthly or maybe it's just a list that you revisit uh, each day or every week or every month to see, you know, what are some things that I wanted my focus to be on this year and which ones haven't I worked on yet? And then you can come back to it and, and focus on something that you might have forgotten about if you never actually wrote it down. So this could be anything like some examples that aren't even necessarily my own examples, just examples I came up with on the top of my head. Maybe one of the things you want to do for this year is save for a vacation of some sort, like a Disney vacation. I don't know. Maybe you want to remodel a room in your house. These are all things that you could put on your 22 in 2022 list or 10 in 2022 or 11 like mine. Maybe it's more goal related, like pay off a certain amount of debt or something like that. But either way, um, these are just things that you 
want to make sure that you keep at the forefront of your mind as you go through the year. Uh, something else I've seen on others lists is like making a certain amount of money reselling things on Facebook Marketplace. So it can really be anything. Something about listing these things out puts them at the focus of our minds at the beginning of the year. And I think it's really handy if you can put it somewhere where you are seeing it often so that you can be reminded of the things that you wanted to do this year. One of my items, which is random, but it's something that I've wanted to do for years and I just keep putting it off and not doing it, is I want to make photo books. <laughs> I want to make photo books since um, Gemma was born. I want to make a photo book of my wedding, which is almost eight years ago now. I do not have a photo book for my wedding. So I would like to put time and effort into the into making photo books this year. So it's on my 11 in 2022 list. Those are all of my ideas. I think less is better when it comes to ideas for goal setting. There are so many out there. So if none of these appeal to you, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode anyways, but you could definitely do a Google search and find a million different ways that you could set goals and dream dreams and, you know, make a resolution for this year. But I hope that these ideas have felt maybe a little less overwhelming and felt a little more gentle than the typical hustle of a New Year's resolution um, or New Year's resolution setting. And if you're not up for any of it right now, if you're not up for any type of goal setting or resolution setting or list making or anything, I just want to remind you that that is okay too. This past year, the past couple of years have been crazy and harder for some of us than others. Um, maybe your holiday season was just a rush and you feel the crash that sometimes comes after it. And January is like not your favorite month to just go full force towards a new goal. And that's okay. Either way, whether you're ready to list out some things, whether you've already done it, or whether this is not your month for that, I just want you to at least take away from this episode to remember how far you've come. Remember the changes that you've made over this past year or the past several years. You are always growing and this year will bring growth too, even if it's hard to see in this moment or if it's even hard to fathom or think of what areas you want to grow in right now. If you do nothing else from this episode, I hope that you do a little bit of reflection on that, on how far you've come. Reflection might help you even find something that you do want to work towards this year or give you a vision that you are fully capable of changing in a way that you want to change this year. But most of all, reflecting will remind you of what's important to you. And when what is important to you is at the forefront of your mind for a new year, it's much easier to naturally live our days in a way that puts those most important things first. That is all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here and for being here. And I am so grateful for you when you share it. So if this episode has been helpful to you, if you share it with a friend, just even text the link to them. Or if you like to share things on Instagram or other social media, I am forever grateful for you when you do that and invite more people into this community. And what better time to do that than the beginning of the year, right? Thanks again for being here, friend, and I will talk to you right back here on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.